1: we <laughs> Science on WILK.
2: Well, welcome to Paranormal Science.
1: I'm Stan Zirk. And I'm Ed MacDaddy, MacRae. Yeah,
2: good, mor- or good morning, Ed.
1: Good evening, Ed. Good evening, yeah. Stan. How are you, Hey, before we
2: get too started into this, I'd like to wish you and Kelly a happy anniversary. Why, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. How many years has it been? 23. That's great. 23 and 23 years. good yeah. years. Good. That's great to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we res- before we get too much into what we uh, have scheduled for tonight... We had a Sherman
1: sighting. Uh-oh, where Uh-oh. was Sherman at? Where's he always hanging around? Susquehanna. Susquehanna, down by the 8th Street Bridge again. That's good, Are they still out there floating around and we're getting reports? We're,
2: we got one report, somebody called in and said they seen Sherman or something in the river.
1: Well, if it was Sherman, you know, I wonder if it's the weather, the way the river's flowing uh, now, you know, they, the They rain.
2: described it as a, a giant lizard, not a snake, a giant lizard, well. like, you know, like six, seven foot long lizard.
1: Well. I don't want to see that in the river if I'm fishing down there. I'll be honest with you, <laughs> well, Sherman or
2: not. Well, it's fishing season. People are going to be out there. Maybe they'll you know, see something and give us a call.
1: You know, it'd be great. We get some
2: pictures too, and maybe some that, video. Yes, if somebody could get us a picture, a video, something, a, a casting of a footprint, I don't know. Let us know where it's at. We can go down and look for it. See where it's slivered up on the shore or anything like that. Yeah. I know Brother Hawkman would really enjoy yeah. that too. And they're saying it's a, a big lizard. I, I'm thinking it can't be anything like an alligator or a crocodile. That would have died. Well, I would hope not, you know. But
1: hey, yeah. <laughs> anything's possible these days.
2: Well, last year we had the one guy tell us about a cave.
1: Okay. Something on the side of the river—a cave that smelled real bad. Do you remember that guy? There was a mean hey, hawk telling. Yeah, it might have been. I, I think I was listening to the show. Yeah, I don't believe I was in for that one. It yeah, might it have been you and man. Something about a cave somewhere along the river that smelled real bad.
2: Yeah, I wonder if that could be a Sherman lair, it, so to say. It might be. Where it dens up for the winter. Could be. I mean it can't I don't think it'll survive in the winter with the ice. No.
1: Oh. I mean if it's a reptilian, what do they do? And they usually hibernate or whatever anyway. Mm-hmm. Like frogs and that, they lower their either it, that or the Either high. that or it swam south, but there's a couple of what dams down that way, isn't there? Yeah, sure. Well, if you could crawl over them, you know, it goes down south. True. Where does the Susquehanna go? That goes out what down to the Virginia? Bay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I think there's another something down there called Chessey. I've heard of that, yeah. I've heard of the Chessey. Yeah, trying to think of the one in the West Branch. We spoke to somebody last year on that one. Hmm. I can't
1: think of the name now. All I know is I don't want to meet up with them in the line of the river. Well, that's, that's three of them We're in the Susquehanna River, we'll say. And you always have Loch Ness. I mean, that's...
2: Well, I don't think that's why I'm over here. <laughs> well, I would hope not. That's, that's <laughs> one
1: heck of a swim. Okay. Uh... Well, tonight yep. we don't have Mark. Don't Mark have and Joe we are both out of the lab tonight. And before we forget, we're off the air next weekend. Yep, Memorial, holiday, holiday weekend. We'll everybody, be back in two weeks. Yep, everybody so enjoy Memorial Day. Salute all mm-hmm. our veterans out there. Everyone who served, thank you. Thank you. That's right. Yeah, you missed the yesterday. You missed a great trip up to Seneca, New York. Uh, I know I had to work. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, well, your wife was there with us. Oh you yeah, she had, you had a were, great time. We were there in spirit. Yep. Yeah, Kelly and, uh, was there. It was definitely something to see and be at, from what I understand, and it was enjoyable. I'll tell you what. When they say
2: that there was. 20 vendors with over 200 different wines. Uh-huh. I think there was more than 20. All right. And each vendor had between five and 10 wines on
1: their table. So you were able to get a good sampling if you're really into wines. I'll
2: tell you, if you go to any sampling, a wine sampling where you go to the vineyards and they say, oh, here's your little cup, try this, mm-hmm. and you can't get it refilled again, no. at this place, they give you a wine glass. You walk in, that's the first thing they had. Here's your wine glass, walk up. They give you a little bit in the wine glass. You want some more? Here, try this one, try that. It was just nonstop.
1: Sounds like it was a real friendly and a nice uh, pl- event to be at. And you got to try ciders, you got to try sweet. How bars. were the, swine, the ciders? Did you like them or what? Personally, I
2: am not a cider fan. It's, it's not something, I don't mind a cider once in a while. Like yeah. Hard cider?
1: Yeah but I guess I just didn't care for their brands, their type of cider up there. It's just a different flavor. Yeah, I'm I'm not a big cider person myself, but I was just wondering if you enjoyed it or not. I I enjoyed sweet wines, dry wines, every kind of wine, red wines, white wines. But I missed the East Coast Paracon wine trip.
2: Yes, you did. uh, I
1: wanted to be there, but unfortunately,
2: that couldn't happen. We met, me and Joe, and if you look on Facebook, you're going to see we actually made a new friend up there.
1: Oh. This guy has the world's largest tongue. You know what? I saw pictures, and that's pretty amazing. That's different. His tongue is almost three
2: and a half inches wide. That's wide.
1: That's wide. (laughs) I mean, come (laughs) on. His daughter has the world's largest female tongue. And and that's got some type of record or certificate with it, correct? Yes, he
2: does. The Guinness World Record Certificate. He had everything right there.
1: That's that's amazing. You got to meet him right there in in upstate New York, the Finger Mm -hmm. Lake region,
2: Mm -hmm. right? He was there. I think it's either his or his friend has a little uh, winery and they had I don't know if they were the ones selling cheese or something. They were doing something there. Okay. Because there was places that gave you free samples of cheese. There was brown, there was uh, uh, fudge. Okay. There was all different. It wasn't just wine. There was other things there. Yeah, well, there's that old saying. There's a little cheese to go with your wine yeah. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, another place that impressed me was there was a guy selling uh, vinegar or not vinegar like uh, like salad dressings the. Balsamic vinegar. Balsamic Balsamic vinegar. vinegar. Yeah, there you go. But he had it in different flavors. He had pomegranate. He had apple. He had grape. I mean, all these different, like a whole rack.
1: You pick it out. See, I'm used to vinegar just being, you know, vinegar. I didn't know they made the flavored and everything. It was that good. You tried that too?
2: Yeah, fantastic. He did have this one bottle. Now those are like $16 a bottle for those specialties. Yeah. He had this one little bottle sitting there all by itself. Uh huh. Uh, Truffle. Truffle, truffle? vinegar. Like chocolate truffle? No, like mushroom truffle. Mushroom truffle. Hmm,
1: that's different. Yeah.
2: And he wasn't given samples out of that. You either buy it or you pass on nah, it. Ah,
1: okay. said for $35 for a couple ounces, you said he uh, can't afford it. He must have a lot of heart put into it, even if yeah. the price is like that. Yeah. But you know what? He needs to come out with like a paranormal vinegar. Bring that to East Coast Paracon. That'd be good. We could sell that there. Hey, the guy with the tongue may be coming down to the Paracon. That'll be good too. I mean, that's something there. I mean, it's. Mm-hmm what the Paracon's about. September you know, 24th,
2: stuff. we'll have a Paranormal, uh, yeah, I guess we would call it Paranormal Tongue.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Para- abnormal maybe. I don't know. <laughs> one want of that. them. I mean, yeah. that'd be different. Yeah. But yeah, that's coming up, Paracon and uh, mm-hmm. Steam Tall Mall. I mean, that's it's looking 24th, good. We're getting a lot of, vend- lot of new vendors this year.
2: If any was there with us last year, we're in the same room across from the stage and that's right it. next to it, there's the one with the little steps coming up to it. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one. Yep. Yeah, I'm saying
1: Hollister's maybe? It, it was one of those stores, yeah, We're had. two stores side by side. We're not separated this year. This is good because people can come in one, go in the other, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be able to see everything right there. It's we not this, gonna we be We have like the ingestion. stage, we have the center hall, we have the
2: two rooms there.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have great guests, great vendors, and yep. a great
2: time for everyone. And we have enough people so far, I think we can fill both those rooms up and then some. That's great, and just keep coming. I mean, that's it, keep them coming. Any people out there that uh, sell crystals, sell anything paranormal, sell yeah. have anything that's odd, let us know, go online, yep. email us and let us know.
1: Yeah, reserve a spot and you know, come share what you have with the public and everybody wants to come see it.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on here.
1: All righty. Uh, we
2: have started to hear a little grumblings from our audience out there. Really?
1: Yeah, apparently we're... Uh, we're sorry to hear that first off. I know. Off.
2: Well, it's not overwhelming, it's like maybe two or three people. Yeah,
1: but still, any, any yeah. feedback, you know, you want to address yeah. it. Apparently
2: we're using too many authors. Uh-oh and tonight's no different oh no yeah so we got another author coming up
1: but is the tonight's author good and well-known i hope so i would hope so too yeah you know who that author is who would that be? <laughs> no who would that be oh, a guy by the name of john stanley i believe i do know that person <laughs> i know him pretty well but not by that name by a different no, name Oh, i wonder what name you know him by could it be uh, stan zerk it might be there you go it might be what do i win for guessing that a free copy of the book when it comes out. I thought you were going to see a ticket to the wine trip that happened yesterday. <laughs> hey, we had people actually on Facebook clicking, yes, they want to attend the wine festival on our way home. That, that, you know, that's not good, but you know what they can do? <laughs> Isn't there a Gettysburg trip coming up? From yes. East Coast Paracon? Yep. If everything goes good, there will be a Gettysburg trip the end of June,
2: which is great. If you're interested in Gettysburg, you're interested in here, uh, history, Yep, it's right before the 4th of July. Everything's going to be there. There's going to be a lot of activity down there. Plus, we'll be there in the evening also with uh, the- Do a little show and tell and uh, get people around down there and Devil's Den.
1: I love that Devil's Den. That's
2: we great. we are uh, I don't know if we're gonna do De- Devil's Den. We probably are, but we're also looking at Sacksbridge. Bridge. Well,
1: but I have not been there. I want to Saksbridge see. that. Bridge is area. an active place. Too. Yeah, we couldn't get there last time for whatever reason. We have to probably do a little reservation
2: thing or something. No, we probably have to go down ahead of time to check it out to make sure the bus can get in there. Uh, that's I, I, that's I know the situation.
1: Hawk and yourself have been there. Yes, it's great. And it is a good time. And you know, I got to get there. Yes. Yeah, we're starting to get calls in already. All right. Yeah, didn't even give the numbers out. That's you good. Just, Keep them coming,
2: Standing you know, to a talk. So do I. Let me throw these numbers out early. That way there we can fill this board up. All right. Anybody who wants a call, and tonight we're talking about Suskin Screams, and Suskin Screams louder. Or if you've seen Sherman, give us a call at uh, 570-883-0098 or 1-800-437-0098. Either one will get you in. And if you don't want to talk to us and you want to text us, you can text TALK, remember text the word TALK first to 570-883, or excuse me, text TALK us to 99404 and that'll get you in
1: to us that way. Just send a text and we'll yeah, try to answer the, the order
2: received. Just use the first word,
1: TALK. TALK, that's the key. Okay,
2: all right, we lost our
1: couple of calls. All right, that's good. A few more
2: people are call in.
1: That's it, they wanna to talk to us. Yeah, all right. Let's fill the audience in now there, uh, Mr. John Stanley. Okay, we'll start off with the first book. All right. A little over a year ago, we came out with a book called Suskin Screams. Very well-known book in this area. Mm-hmm. People could still buy it locally. Uh,
2: there's only a handful left in the area. You That's can get them at Duddy's, Duddy's Deli on yep. Suskin Road. Okay. Goomba's Pizza on the Pittston
1: Bypass. Yep. Right? And down at Inner Peace, down at 315. So they're out there. I mean, people get your a lot of information in it. Great book. Written by a great friend who Mm. happens to be sitting here to my (laughs) left.
2: The problem I'm having is I have to put another order in. I have one book in my hand of my own, and I promise that out to somebody tomorrow.
1: And all the others are at the locations to pick
2: up. There's a handful at each place. Oh, so I'm putting a new order in this week. They're coming in, so we will be restocked on them.
1: That's good. I mean, so everybody will be able to get a copy very shortly if you're waiting for one. It's a very good book written by a very good, very intelligent uh, man. Does his work here. Well, it's it's not bad. I thank you. It's it's good, Stan. The second book will be sort of
2: late. If you got the first one, the second book. Got to build off it. Got to build off it. Some new stories. That'll be some good. Some changes from the old stories. Okay. And uh, a little bit in the surrounding areas. All right. You,
1: you want to give some egazards to oh, our... Uh, I will. I will yeah, get to yeah, it. i will get right there. jumping into it on and you. And
2: those that didn't get the first book yet, and they're still looking for it, mm-hmm. okay, uh, I'll just give you a little taste of what's in there. There you go. I'll give them a little preface there. Uh, a story about a little boy. Did you read that one? I went through the whole book, but... Yeah, I know. There's so many of them there. Little boy. It's about a little boy that was killed along Suskin Road Mm -hmm. in front of a little store. We're not entirely sure which store. There's a few of them there. Yep. There were there. There's one left. That studies. What time was it? What year? Oh, it's probably 50. It has to be 20 plus years ago. Yeah. So it's going back some time here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And... uh, the story goes that there was a couple of girls got off the school bus, were walking over to Duddy's, there was a little boy standing on the side of the room, or side of the building there, yep. laughing and waving to them and holding a teddy bear. Oh, Right, so they went in the store, and uh, they bought some candy and things like that. They come back out, they uh, seen the little boy there, they put some candy down for him, mm-hmm. they went to look for him around the corner, he ran away. Oh. They go around the building, they can't find him anywhere. They go back in the store and he asked the girl like, where's, what's this little boy? Yeah. She turned pure white. She said, what little boy, what did you see? Oh. And she told him a story about the little boy getting killed and uh, waves to people and he's like a happy-go-lucky kid. Yeah. And uh, they say, if most of the time, it's not adults that'll see him, it's the kids that see him. The and children he likes him. And he likes people to leave him candy. Ah. Yeah, that's just one story out of the book, the first there's, book. There's plenty up there too. Yeah, we have uh, 32 different stories in that book,
1: the wow. first book. A lot of reading for him.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, it's a quick read? Yeah, it's everything from UFOs.
1: But you know what? Those gets a story out there, and you give it, and you give the information you need right to the point. Mm-hmm. The one story about Bigfoot.
2: We actually had one of the people that were in the book. Surprisingly. Yep. This happened 20 some years ago. The guy contacted us corrected us saying you're wrong Yeah, and came on the air with us and yep. told his story we had it in there that the guy ran away he was scared yes you know the game commission thought there was something wrong they wouldn't they went in and investigated, but he wouldn't go back in mm-hmm. it was in the newspaper at the time yep. it was in the Pennsylvania go- game news they put him down basically
1: yeah trying to make it that he was making right. it up and it was all he actually
2: showed up at the station showed us pictures of footprints that he took back then mm-hmm. and explained the whole correct situation you know situation that starting. Yep. So that's in the new book.
1: The new book that's the gonna new have book. it. The new revelation of what took yeah. place up there, which is great. I mean, you're gonna get it all, you know, out there now, re, re, rewritten, so to say, but to the point. hmm And then since then, people have been coming to me telling me new stories. That's good. That's more information for the book.
2: Yeah. So some stories, like The Lady in White. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. There's There's several, a lot of people are aware of that
1: story the in the area. The Bride, The
2: Lady it. in yep. White, yeah. Mm-hmm. We have stories in there and uh, about the Black Bridge. Oh, Obviously, yep. that was a big hit. Yeah, we, so we've got that. We've got stories in there about the Buzz Bridge which no longer exists.
1: Mm. Oh, I remember that, the, the singing bridge I referred to it as. Mm-hmm. Yep. It wasn- a lot of people in the area did.
2: And what were the girls supposed to do? Do you remember?
1: No, uh-uh. Huh? That
2: was one of the bridges, if you were up there with your girlfriend, cruising along the high, on the road. Yep. You come near that bridge, raise your feet up or you're going to get pregnant.
1: Oh, let like you say, mm, yes, yep, I, remember I remember that. Remember that one. Yep, yeah. yep. That bridge actually helped me once. I got lost. I got twisted around in the swamp there. And you listened for it. I listened for that bridge and it got me back out to the hard top. Mm-hmm.
2: That's also near an area of the rifle range. Yes. Yeah, not yeah. too far from it. And I was just speaking to somebody uh, three or four days ago about okay. that. And surprisingly, they knew the story. All about the, uh, the the whistling bridge? The whistling bridge, and if you're up at the rifle range, now this guy told me, his grandfather used to tell him this story, and they actually went up and heard it. Mm-hmm. If you go to the rifle range at night, in a quiet night, and listen, you will hear the steam engine go by. If you hear the clickety-clack, you'll hear the whistles blow, everything up there.
1: Now, I've heard of that story, but I have not physically heard the, uh, the steam engine. Now, what was that steam engine, do you know? Yes, I did some research on that. Okay. That
2: one, really threw me All I right. never heard it until I start checking around mm-hmm. and uh, what apparently was there was a steam engine that ran up to the lakes up there okay and in the winter time brought ice and some lumber down mm-hmm. the summertime they were logging up there brought yep. the logs and lumber down down yep. to wooksbury and they used the steam engine
1: back in the 1800s and so that's basically what we got now is a faint ghost train, so what Residual, saying. whatever you call ghost train, yeah. There's was, not
2: even tracks. I mean, you have to know where to look just to find the railroad bed.
1: And that, and that is thick woods back there. You're never going to see it if you don't no. know what you're looking for. Now, was there any uh, you know, paranormal activity that went with that train? Any stories that you find out? I never heard anything about the train other than you can hear it. Okay. I'm wondering, you know, being that you can hear it, if there's something more attached to it. Well, I'm
2: wondering that if the people that live on the lake, closer to the railroad bed, yes. if they can hear it, or if it's just something
1: down below. That might be something for uh, the investigative author something, to check into a little Something more.
2: a little more. Dig a little more on that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, that'd be worth, you know, it'd be worth finding out. You know, it'd be great if you could find some, uh, you know, photos and that. Did, or did you? Did you get any photo evidence of that?
2: There is photos out there. Uh-huh. They belong to the historical society and different you know different libraries things yes. like that. Mm-hmm. And I tend not to use pictures like that that I have to you know you have to sign off get permission and copyright and everything yep. right. Yep. Most of the pictures you find in my book are either pictures that I took yes or that somebody gave me with their permission to use. Yes. And, and, and if they did then I have to acknowledge you know who gave them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But still, I mean, it's it's nice. I mean, so if people wanted to check out that with the train, they could go to the Historical Society and they could see pictures of it. Possibly, what, the uh, the bed it ran on even up mm-hmm. there. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm wondering, though, the residual train noises, if there's something more there, something about ghost train, you know? It's, it's very possible. Possibility, because I remember you telling me that story about, you know, if somebody passed away on the railroad years ago, they would just mm-hmm. bury them off the side of the railroad bed. Maybe, maybe somebody... Died up there. It could have been. The engineer, maybe, for all we know. Yeah. And yeah. Unfortunate, but that's they did in the past. I mean.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: that that was the way. You worked in the railroad. Yep. If you got killed or died,
2: they didn't even contact your family. I like, guess like the mines. All they did was drug you out and threw you on a porch. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Huh. That's up there, they just they rolled you over and threw you in a hole in the ground.
1: Yeah. That's old and school ways. I mean, it wasn't like it is now. I mean, there was no embalming or anything at that. Well, how could you do it in the middle of the woods in a train anyway?
2: That's it. I mean, yeah. you're out there, you, you know, you're at that time probably miles from anywhere, yep. putting the railroad bed in. Mm-hmm. So you do the next best thing, you bury them where they lie. Unfortunate, and but that's what I mean. I wonder how many unmarked graves are out there and what. I heard there's a few. Yeah, and I mean, the thing is, a lot of these people that worked on the railroads weren't from around here, from out of the area. And the story with old George was he was from down south. Okay. He, he was crushed. They rolled him over. They buried him right on the side, or relatively near the railroad tracks. We'll say. Okay.
1: That must have been the story. I remember
2: you recall you telling. Because there was so there's so much rock there. I guess you got to find a spot, obviously, where you can dig down a little bit. Yeah. So he's not exactly on the side of the railroad bed, but somewhere in the vicinity. And somebody actually takes care of his grave. There's a big stone cross. Ah, okay. Well, it's, that's nice, he's It's being It's well-maintained. There are flowers there, plastic flowers and real flowers, wow. so it is well-maintained. That's good. That's nice to hear somebody's mm-hmm. taking care of that, yep. Now, his story is he wants his family to know what happened to him, so he does wander about the railroad tracks in that area, trying to get somebody's attention mm-hmm. to tell his family why he never came home. His family doesn't know what happened to him, where he's at, if he ran away.
1: I wonder where, does, does anybody know where he's originally from? Or? I don't even think anybody really knows his whole name other than George. Wow. That's that's tragic, you know. It'd yeah. It'd be nice to get some closure for the family, even how many years it is later. Mm-hmm. That would be nice I mean, work for one of the mediums, I think, to do. Well, that's in the new book. Ah, uh-huh, see, we I'm did. jumping ahead already. Yes, there you, you go. We Sorry, did.
2: folks. We did have mediums up there in Suskin. All right. A couple of years ago, we were in the process of uh, setting up a little... Getting ready for a TV show, I'll say. All right. Trying to get a pilot together, something we can push to the producers and sell. Yep. So we did some filming up there. We brought our mi- our medium in Virginia.
1: Oh, uh, Virginia's an awesome... Virginia came awesome.
2: in, and uh, yeah. she nailed that one pretty good. Outstanding. I got to read the new yeah. book. In the new book, verbatim, What She Said. Mm-hmm. And if you were to... Well, if you get the book and you read it, let's get to the page here. Yep. And it's not... It's not an easy read to read what a psychic says, to write down. Yes. Because when you're walking with them, it's, uh, well, I'll just read the first couple lines here. Mickey Buried Explosion. Now, this is all about Susquehanna. Road. Donnie, American Indians. And I have some things like blacked out here and it says House Witchcraft. Now, it mentioned witch house something did witchcraft, but okay. I don't want that publicly released. Yeah. Suskin Vortex, again, witchcraft, dumping ground, Donnie drumming in a band, Sin, Ah. soldier activity within a few miles, Sasquatch in Suskin. Wow. Now, if people know Virginia, Virginia has never been in Suskin. No. She's never been there. She comes from New York City, Mm -hmm. right? She's been to this area, but never in Suskin and knows nothing about it. Nope. All right. Water alongside water. Rock tavern taken to make room for houses. Wow. Female life cut short. K name. Get to ah, that in a minute. All righty. Something up from blank house. A couple of explosions. Man with heart blown out of his chest. Wow. All right. Dismembered cats. Now, I wrote this verbatim, what she said. Mm-hmm. The only thing I held back was any pertinent names or yes. actual addresses. Mm-hmm. And there's about four, I'd say four pages here. All right. All right. Now, that's just the first couple. Mm-hmm. And the last book, I said, I'm not going to put something th- in there that's too personal. I left the people's no. name out. Yeah. But there was people killed, a little girl killed up there with the K name. Okay. All right. Uh, there is somebody by the name of Donnie. 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 And I, I'm trying to remember his last name right now. And for the life of me, I can't remember it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was fishing along the Susquehanna a few years ago. All right. Somebody sort of kidnapped him. They took his truck. They burned his truck. Okay. Took him up. Well, they murdered him. Took him up and disposed of his body in All
1: mm-hmm.
2: All right. Now here's the strange thing. Now there's more about Donnie in the rest of this. Yeah. But it says Donnie dumped ground. They dumped his body up there, right? Yep. Donnie drumming in a band, Sin. He was a drummer band called Wicked Sin. Yep. Now there's no way this lady would know this. No, no,
1: not yeah. all right. She wasn't. She's not from the area. It's- no, no. And that's just a taste of what's in this book. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's pretty much dead on. I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I'm familiar with that. And mm-hmm. that is awesome that Virginia she, did all she that. She nailed that. Yes.
2: And then she gets into some personal things about one of the houses up there.
1: Okay. As
2: far as the lady uh, hears footsteps walking around her house. Oh. She's been downstairs, heard things going across the upstairs. She's had doors open and close on her. Wow. And... uh Yes. And she's, like everybody else up there, we all get knocks on our walls and different things, doors, yep. doors open, you hear things.
1: Have <laughs> recently, you've been hearing those sonic booms a lot.
2: Yeah, but it uh, turns out there's a lot of explosions. It's tough to- uh, Differentiate. Differentiate, because they're blasting, yeah. lately, are blasting a lot oh. up there. But anyway, let but, uh, but everybody up there, seemed to take it for granted anymore. Yeah. There's a lot of activity in the Susskind area, though. Yeah. All right, it's uh, about time for us to take a break. All right, wow, and, that's quick. Yeah. We'll be back in a few minutes.
1: Hey, it's Mark Hayes from Paranormal Science. Did you ever get that feeling like you have a thousand demons tearing at your back? You know the pain. Are you uncomfortable in your own body like you're possessed with somebody else's torment and suffering? You don't need an exorcist. You need chiropractics. Dedicated to providing the best chiropractic and rehabilitative care possible, chiropractics will get you back into the body you remember. Chiropractics, 569 Pier Street, Kingston, PA. Check them out on the web. Get chiropractics.com, T I X on the end, or call 570 288 5800 and get back to living.
2: This program may contain material that is controversial to some listeners.
0: Spontaneous enlightenment may occur.
2: Hey, welcome back to Paranormal Science. Uh, When we left, we were just talking about my latest book, which will be out very shortly. It's called Suskin Screams Louder. It is a little bit thinner than the last book.
1: It's got a lot of information in it though as well. It's got a
2: lot of information. Oh, right. Yeah. It's got a little information. It won't it's it'll be out shortly.
1: It's a it's a you know a sequel to the original. It's mm-hmm. building off and adding more to it and uh, there's a lot more stories and mm-hmm. like you said with the Bigfoot sighting up there or Dogman sighting. Mm-hmm. Dogman, that's a new one in the yep. book, Dogman, yeah. because we didn't
2: mention Dogman in the first no, book. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. All right, we have a collar now. And it is Hello,
0: Mike. How are you doing, Mike? Good evening, guys. I'm listening to your show. You're talking about the trains up there in Suskin, about the steam engine, the phantom train, and so forth. Right. Uh, years ago, I used to work, uh, I took a side job, and I worked as a watchman for uh, a coal company up there in back of the Vets Hospital up where the old Jersey Central Railroad Bed and Mountain Park area and the tubs. Okay. And I'd be up there like from 5 to 11, 12 at night watching the machines and stuff uh, when they had the stripping going up there. But uh, it was really unusual. You would hear the Le- on the old Lehigh Valley Railroad, the, the second rail they call it here, like in the local area where I live in wilkes Township and all, it would come up like around the Bear Creek School and go underneath the bridge there. Okay. And come up between Deep Hollow, and i uh, make its way up to Mountaintop and all that. But, uh, you know, with the, the end of the Jersey Central Railroad that used to come right around the wilkes Mountain, around Mountain Park, come down to at the bottom of the wilkes Mountain right down into Ashley. That's where their operations were, at the Ashley Yard at the Huber. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was up there just uh, parked with the truck, watching the equipment one night, and, uh, and this happened numerous, numerous times. You could hear these these freights being pulled coming up, the you know, the diesels pulling the freight trains up on that second rail. And as they would make that turn somewhere up there, like around the Bear Creek School to get on, on the second rail between the mountains up there you can actually see that light it would turn and there's a huge rock cut up there above the tubs i don't know if you guys any of you guys were ever up there walking around or anything it's
2: i know the tubs i am
0: yeah, not but you familiar get with the yeah you go up a bit and walk down like back down towards wilkes there's a huge rock cut that goes through the mountain there but you would see this this light would come right through that and look right at you and then as the train rounded up the other way it it would disappear you know but it would look just like the train was coming right through that cut again you know
2: hmm. well this was when a real train came through.
0: yeah, it that's would just reflect uh, that way okay yeah but uh, another one one time here uh, are you still there? Yes uh, I think it was in 1966 or 67 in July. And we only lived like four hundred yards from where the railroad actually came down at the bottom of the mountain.'
1: huge yeah, sod all the time,
0: yeah, and it went from one one rail to and it split to two going to back down into the Ashley yard. but uh, it was just me, my mother, and my two other younger brothers, my father was working in Hickory Run at the time at night, mm-hmm. and we moved in this old house. We had a chandelier in the living room, and you could hear the train coming down the mountain, and something happened with the signal, but anyway, The locomotives, they jumped the track, and when this happened, the whole house shook, and the TV, we were watching TV, this big old 50s-style parlor, black-and-white TV, it unplugged itself, and it bounced right across the living room floor. A lot of force. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's close to home, there. Yeah, but the but that I'll tell you to be back there alone at night like like well, that and watch and see that come through that. Well, did you ever hear any of the steam engines or hear any stories about that? Oh. No, and I know another one. One time, a friend of mine. You have to have pictures. It's all been it's been stripped back there. It's it's, it's all changed. For the past 50, 60 years. And I'm, I'm almost 60 myself. And I, growing up as a kid, I caught a lot like what was left back there before it was totally destroyed. Yeah. But uh, the railroad back there, there was. Uh Two, two rails. There was a big switch house back there. There was a, a spur rail at Mountain Park. They used to bring Ferris wheels and and everything for people to go up there at the Mountain Park, right mm-hmm. above the tubs. There's foundations back there yet on the mountain and so now, forth. Now that area there, did that? Yeah.
1: Do you know if that connected with the train that was up there in uh, Saskatoon? Well,
0: no, it, it didn't. The Lehigh Valley, the other one, the opposite one, okay, that was actually running. That's that that's still like on, on that side going up, up your way there, but. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, but
1: what I was getting at, is that possibly a connection to the one that was up in Sluskin that was in the... But I'll tell
0: you another one about this one up here. A friend of mine, uh, his father is long dead. Uh, His brother, not his brother, his uncle worked up there at that switching station one time. And this had to be back in the 30s. He had a walk-up with a kerosene lantern from Georgetown here all the way up almost to the vet's hospital that's where that that station was and it was all totally woods there was nothing there no walls no you know no lights no nothing that was one heck of a walk uh, yeah and he's walking up alone at night by himself and he seen two little lights gleaming on the the the, the right away on the railroad huh so he uh, starts walking up a little closer you know how much a kerosene lantern throws that's not much light you no. know uh uh-uh. And you're walking up there alone like that, and the eyes are getting a little closer, a little closer. He sees the little dog, right? Uh Uh-huh. And uh, he looked at the dog. He went to pet him and calm his nerves, and look, the dog had something in his mouth. Here it was a man's hand. wow. Right at the the opposite side of the the rock cut there, I guess there was a hobo on the train. Okay. And they found his body there, you know, and and it was Mm -hmm. all mangled from the... I guess he slipped on the train or fell asleep and fell off. A tragic death yeah but uh, could you imagine that walking up in the woods that night like that with a kerosene lamp and, and seeing something like that no no that's, that's <laughs> I would <laughs> want to see it not <laughs> in the middle of the night no, <laughs> no. That's, that's all I gotta tell you guys uh, alright thanks for giving it. us a call Mike. Thank, thank you alright bye all right,
1: goodbye uh, that's something I would not want to run into Stan seeing a dog there with a human hand in his mouth that night yeah no that's uh uh uh-uh. no
2: there's a few more stories and I thought he was going. he said the two red eyes yeah there's a story now. Uh, again, this new book, Susking Screens Lauder, expands a little bit out. So it kay. went into Jenkins Township, down off a of jumper road, there's a tunnel. An yep. old tunnel, the railroad goes over. Mm-hmm. And uh, the th- the story that goes with that is there's a lot of stories surrounding that tunnel, but one of them I have is that if you pull into that tunnel at night, yep. a dark night, can't be a night with the moon out, has mm-hmm. to be a dark night.
1: Yep, overcast.
2: Shut your lights off, beep your horn three times. Yep. You're gonna see the red eyes at the opposite end of the tunnel.
1: The red eyes.
2: So so what do they associate it
0: with?
1: They're uh demons or something. Something. Some kind of a demon. Yeah, because really no, type of book. A, I don't know of any animal that's eyes reflect red eye red mm-hmm. light, you know? That'd be uh it's well I'll put it this way, I don't wanna see it, first off. I'll read your book <laughs> and get the taste of it, yeah. but I don't want to see that there in the There's a
2: story of, the of a young girl up there. I don't have all the details. I mention it okay. in the book. Yep. Uh, and unfortunately, I've been asking around, trying to get more information, and the original person that told me the story, I can't get in contact with. Oh,
1: that's a... Uh, so I'm getting bits and wall.
2: pieces from everybody else, yeah. and I decided, you know, I'm just gonna make a casual mention of it in there.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, play it safe, because yeah. you don't know all the details, but you wanna get some of the information, that story, hey, you never know, somebody may buy the book, yep. may have the rest of the puzzle to put together for that's you. That's right, and they usually, they'll call me. That's good. Yeah, and there's
2: two other things strange about that tunnel. One strange, one is unique. Okay. Strange thing is that is also a gravity hill. Yes. You pull up to the tunnel, put your car in neutral. Mm-hmm. You will roll back up the road, round the turn, up the hill, and you go for about a mile. Yep. Up to, there's a house up there that's uh, got a big white fence around it. Oh
1: I'm very familiar you with that. You will one, actually
2: yeah. coast back to that house. That's a long distance. That's, that's quite a long distance. Yeah. Put in neutral. And I've heard several people, I'm going to have to try that.
1: I know I tried Gravity Hill myself, the one on Suskind Road.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh, You've
1: got to find the exact spot for that one. Yes.
2: No, I'm telling you where this one's at, just yep. at the entrance to the tunnel there. And yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. The, one I, the one on Suskind Road, I tried as a kid, and, and guess what? It works. You found it. Yes, yeah, so I did. Great. Because I know a
2: lot of people say, I tried it. I can't find where it's at. Say, you got to no, know where you're going. That's it. Last thing about that tunnel up there, and this is what a lot of people don't know in the area. Mm-hmm. When I start researching for the book, I research everything, the history of an area, trying to dig every little thing out. You wanna be thorough. That's right, and you Mm -hmm. find other things Mm -hmm. as far as history goes. Back in the late 1800s, when they were building that railroad bed and that tunnel, they had a lot of the workers up there. They used to actually have to bring the payroll up at that time back on the horses and the buggies. Yeah. $250,000, I guess that's equivalent to now whatever, but there's $250,000 worth of gold coins. Gold coins. Gold you know, coins. it's a long time ago. Right? There were two guys that held it up, killed the two guys were on the wagon, you know, killed him, took the money. All right. They turned around, ran back down to Wooksbury. People were chasing them. Mm-hmm. They got the two guys.
1: Yes. They never got the money. I was going to ask, did they get the money?
2: Yeah, the story goes that money's still somewhere between Wooksbury and that tunnel. Yep. It's somewhere lost. There's a there. box of money. Gold coins buried somewhere along that, in that area. I couldn't tell you where the road is, was. Yeah. Couldn't tell you anything else. It Might be 50 feet from the bridge. Well, it wouldn't be that close if they robbed
1: it because the guys yeah. would have came down. Uh, you know, I'm oh. surprised they brought the gold coins up the mountain, but you never know. Maybe those there was so much going on up there, the guys well, were staying you, there. That's how you paid people back then. Yeah, but I was thinking, you know, they might have come into a payroll station downtown or something like that. But well, the, the, you got to remember, these guys are
2: up on the mountain. Yep. They're probably, at that point, 10 miles or better away from wilkes which is not like a car ride today. No, that's a long walk. Right. And you Even probably horse. How you probably I'm slept. I, I'm assuming they slept there. They yeah, ate that, there. Everything they had...
1: They, they worked as they, you know, they lived mm-hmm. as they worked. Mm-hmm. That, was it. that was it. And yeah. like this guy said, you get killed there, and they roll you over in a bank. Yeah, and they just buried you, you know, gave you a burial. And I maybe maybe that copper. unfortunate person that worked on the railroad, they didn't even bury him. They just rolled them into the bushes. Oh, I would hope to, that was one of the good mm. place. But you never know back then. I mean, the yeah. you know, times were different. Yep. Now, what about the uh, lady in the white dress? Which one? There's a few of them. Well, the one I'm referring to is, you know... When you're going across to Suskin I, I can't believe, remember the name of the road, but it's off of 115. The road that goes between 115 and takes you over by is it Mountain Lake, mm-hmm. and that stretch there with the lady that'll come out—that's a story. I don't have that in the book. You don't have
2: that I one. Don't have that one in there. Oh, I heard about it. Okay. Uh, there are so many stories about ladies in white. Yeah. Right, up and down Suskin Road. Uh, I there's
1: one on Suskin Road, too, yeah. I, I didn't either.
2: have any really need to branch out and go off in the Wooksbury and I everything mean, well for now Lady in White. Yeah. Ed asked.
1: Headassed. <laughs> asked. <Ed>
2: asked.
0: <laughs> asked.
2: I thought you were going to say there's a lady in white that walks along Suskin Road. There's that a lady. One i heard too. There is an older lady somewhere on a road off of the upper part of Suskin in Thurnhurst. Yes. Right? I don't know the name of the road. It's Briar something. Hmm. Right? I'd have to go back and read the book. I'm, my memory doesn't recall exactly what street it is. Okay. That uh, this is a residual haunting. You will see an old lady in kind of a white dress or a, basically a pale dress, we'll say. Okay. Right? She's walking down the road. You'll see her. She will not acknowledge you. You turn around, she's gone. That quick? Yep, but it's always in the same place, same lady, dressed the same way.
1: Hmm. Same time for the most part?
2: Uh, you know, I don't think it's been the same time just sporadic just sporadic but like a recording okay same same stretch of road same place this lady will be walking down
1: huh there's a lot of paranormal history with the suskin area just to it's, say it's
2: it's well like i said we had virginia there and she said the same thing oh she says it's heavy first thing she said when she got out of her car in my yard we parked her car in my yard okay she said move
1: <laughs> she said, move. Put this- the for
2: sale sign up. She Go. said, this is tainted ground. Wow, tainted. That's what she called it, tainted ground. You shouldn't be living here. Wow. Did she give you any real specific details? She said, there's a vortex in the neighborhood that is not good. That is releasing a lot of energy out of it. Wow. And that is the center of all the problems up there. Really? But the thing is, everybody up there has had issues with things mm-hmm. in their house, and you know, bangs, creaks, everything else, yeah. right? And I guess we all take it for granted. I was gonna say, it seems like y'all get along. And and nothing horrible has happened. Yeah, thank God, knock on wood. Yeah, Yeah. Let's keep it that way. Mm -hmm. Now there's another one in that same area up in Suskin. I'm Mm -hmm. not giving any exact areas. It was a guy remodeling his house. All right. Okay, and he uh, was putting all the old lumber outside and everything, Mm -hmm. and he found some words in the sawdust. Words in the sawdust. Words in the sawdust. Written there in the dust and everything, Mm -hmm. right? And he thought, oh, the kids put it there. Yeah. Right? And he's thinking, oh, you know, somebody's playing games on him. And what he got was, let me see, let me read the words. It's in the new book. There you go. Holy Top, Middle Birch, Roosevelt Down.
1: Wow. Now, that means nothing, right? No, nah, it's like, what are those words about? Okay. Well, Roosevelt, that's what I'm starting to think about. Okay, Roosevelt Down was the former owner of that house. Okay. Was a
2: big-time... Roosevelt.
1: Like with the Fan, presidents and everything? The pre-
2: president had his books, had everything there. He used to sit down in the bottom lower half of his house and read his book. He had his books all the time. Ah, okay. Right? Okay. Middle Birch.
0: This what original
2: original owner, they built the house, they had enough money to put the first pre- the first level of the house on. The Roosevelt down part, right? Where wow. he sat downstairs reading his Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Didn't have enough money to continue going up. Hmm. So everybody got together, went out in the woods, chopped down the birch trees and other trees, and built the next level of the house. How huh. right? So they actually cut the wood yep. and put it all together.
1: Wow. And was it birch
2: wood that was used? Mm-hmm. Some of it, yes. Wow. A lot of birch, right? Now holy top. Holy top. What can a holy top be? There was no roof on it. Huh? There was no roof yet. Okay. He had the first floor, the Roosevelt down, he had the birch metal and he needed a roof. Wow. Just so happened, they were tearing a church down somewhere down Pittston or an area. It wasn't Suskin, mm-hmm. It was somewhere in the area. They were tearing a church down. He took the lumber from the roof and built his roof out of it up there. Wow. Right. Now, that's not a Virginia story. This is a story of a guy that found these words. In the sawdust. In the sawdust. And then one of the neighbors that happened to remember member that family saw, was talking to him. Mm-hmm.
1: And this is exactly what they told him. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty neat there. Mm-hmm. That's to say the least. I mean, it yeah. came there and obviously had to be the spirit of the original owner.
2: Well, yes. And you know, what do we always say what happens when you remodel your house?
1: Uh, something always stirs up and it's either Could, for the good or for the bad. Yeah,
2: Most of the time, luckily, it's for the good. They just yes. want to let you know they're there and hey, this is our house. What are you doing to it? Yep. That's it. Why are you changing it? Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, that happens a lot. Yep. But it's a good thing. I mean, uh, especially the spirits. Maybe, you know, they're proud of what they had when they were here on this plane, so to say. All right, Ed, time for our last break of the day. Sounds good.
2: All right. We'll be back. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. science. Yeah. All right. We've been... Touching on Suskin screams louder. The book—it's yeah, going to be an awesome book. Yeah, it's
1: going to be good. Just giving everybody just a
2: little taste. A couple of little stories here and there, and there's a lot more in there.
1: Yes.
2: Some these are stories that nobody has ever heard of because some of them just happened recently. And I'm going to give gonna you be. one, one example. PennDOT and the boy for call for help.
1: Okay, I've never heard this one.
2: No, because it happened within the last couple of years. All right. And I was there.
1: Wow. So you got—I was involved with this one. That's good.
2: Now, I am a volunteer with the local EMS group. Mm-hmm. Thank we you. We were dispatched out for a rescue. All right. It was the wintertime. PennDOT truck was coming down, plowing Suskin Road up toward Mountain Lake, mm-hmm. between Suskin and Mountain Lake. All right. In that desolate area, there's like a strip of nothingness. Yep. A boy came running out of the woods, screaming for help. Someone call help. Someone call help. Okay. All right. They obviously got on the radio or the cell phone. They called for help, explained the situation. This kid's screaming, he needs help, that his friend is hurt real bad, he's in the woods. Mm-hmm. And uh, they dispatched us. By the time we got up there, the PennDOT truck was stopped right where left it, right in the middle of the road, the plow down. The guys didn't even move, Yep. right? The kid wasn't there anymore. They said he ran back in the woods. They tried to stop him, but he ran back in the woods. Mm-hmm. Now, PennDOT truck, it wasn't a snowy day or nothing. They were just taking the ice, putting the salt down. Yeah. We get up there, we pull in, we do a search, we're up there for hours. Okay. Right? It's cold. Yeah. It's nighttime. Yep. We can't find a footprint. That's what I was gonna ask, any footprints? We can't find anything on this kid. Wow. There's nobody reported missing. Mm-hmm. There was nobody that showed up in any hospital hurt, yet there was two of them in that truck that swear this kid came running out of the woods. Wow. Screaming for help. Now, if you think about that Nowadays, if a kid comes running out of the woods screaming, what's he going to yell?
1: Hmm. Call 911. Hey,
2: exactly. Huh? They're all trained to say, yep. call 911. Yep. The call help thing was about 20 or 30 years ago. Yeah. Well, so we really had
1: cell phones on them to call 911 at that that's time? That's right. They
2: so just get to yell help. That's it. They, they, this kid did not yell, call 91. He huh. yelled, call help or get help. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm not even sure if they said he said call or get, but. Help. Could even help. said help, yeah. Yeah. So. A modern day person would yell call 911. Yeah. So was this a spirit of a boy of something that happened? That's what I was going to ask many Did years you. years ago? Find anything out in the in that area with a little child or anything? Uh, nothing. 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 There's a history of so many people being lost up there. So many oh. people getting killed along that road.
1: Myself, I got lost in
2: those right? woods. There is, I mean, there, there's so much of a history. You could say, yeah, okay, we know there was such and such a person was killed here. Yeah. If you drive down Suskin Road, there's crosses all over the place on the road. Yeah,
1: that, that's an unfortunate. There has been a lot of fatalities on that road or along mm-hmm. it. That's, I mean, we look back in our records and we didn't go back that far
2: and we found 56 different fatalities. Wow, 56, that's 56 a lot. 56 fatalities. Now, how far back does that go? We probably went back, when I say not far, oh. we went back maybe 50 years or so. Still, I mean. Right, or better, somewhere in that area, right? What that one But point there's point drownings, year? there's drownings. Yep. There's car accidents, there's suicides, hmm. there's people that got lost in the woods and just died. Yeah, and they, Their bodies and aren't I mean, found for years later, if ever. There's all kind of, you know, strange things up all there right. that happened, I mean. Yeah, that's uh, that's an
1: active area, to
2: say the least, really mm-hmm. is.
1: Yeah, hmm. all right, what else do we want to touch on here? Well, there's, there's quite a bit, I'm taking it from the second book, but you just gotta wait to buy <laughs> it. Update on the
2: Indian bathtubs. Yeah, let's go with that. Found it. You did, all right. Found them. Alrighty. Yep, Jack Duddy from Duddy's Deli actually okay. took me and led me right to where it was at. Okay. And uh, I'm not going to tell you exactly where it's at unless you buy the book. You can find out that location. You got to hold on to get. But f- the location. Indian bathtubs was not buried over by the road. It mm-hmm. is buried over by sediment and rocks. Okay. We took a shovel and we actually dug the ring out. You can see the circle. Okay. Right. Now, if you were to dig it out, it goes down maybe four feet or so. Nice, uh-huh. like a bathtub thing, mm-hmm. that deep. Yep. We didn't get that far and dig it out, and the water still flows over it. Wow.
1: Right. But it's a nice hole in the rock. Wow, and is it, is it appear to be, like, man-chiseled out or whatever for that formation, or...? It's hard to say whether it's man-made
2: or glacial from the water.
1: Yep, from the runoff. Because,
2: there. I mean, it's, it's obviously been there so long, there's no
1: sharp edges on it. But, you know, what the biggest thing is, is you found it. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, you know, at the other rocks around there, if there's any, uh, you know... Let's say paraphernalia from Indian culture. I lived there, like carvings in the rocks or anything that they find.
2: I've looked up in that area. In now, some people oven. tell me they find Indian arrow sets. Oh, there's the music coming up.
1: Oh, that's short of night. It, it flies by.
2: All right. Like I said, uh, we will not be here next week. We'll be back in two weeks. Have a happy Memorial Day, and yeah. thank you for all the soldiers out there. All right.
1: And I'm Stan Zurich. I'm Ed MacDaddy MacRay. And sleep tight.